Normally, I try not to discuss NBA ratings in back-to-back weeks. Kind of like some NBA players try not to play in back-to-back games. I try to touch on ratings maybe once, twice a month until we get into the playoffs, but I am just so disgusted. I am so fed up with this league. I just needed to vent my frustrations. And we're going to start out with the ratings. Then I'm going straight into attack mode with all of my grievances with this dump of a league. And no, no. The NBA is nowhere near WNBA level dump status. NBA players have actual talent. The problems in the WNBA start on the court. Problems in the NBA start in the front office. More on that in just a second. Last Thursday, TNT aired the biggest game of the regular season probably probably since Christmas Day. Warriors-Celtics NBA Finals rematch, 2.4 million viewers. It was the ninth most watched game of the season, most watched game on TNT since opening night. It took three months for the NBA to post another big rating on TNT. Three months. This shows you that the interest is there when the NBA actually gives fans a reason to be interested. Now, the league followed up with Net Suns in the late window. With that massive lead-in, Net Suns only managed 1.2 million viewers. Basically, half the audience changed the channel. Now, to be fair, Kevin Durant is out, Chris Paul and Devin Booker, they have seemingly been out the entire season. It seems like we get to this point every season, and NBA stars are missing huge chunks of games. They tend to miraculously return right before the playoffs. <laughs> Strange how that works. Also last Thursday, NBA TV aired a captivating matchup between the Bulls and Pistons. Now, I'm a diehard fan of the NBA, but I would rather watch Real Housewives of Bogota than a game featuring a Pistons team that seems to be tanking for the last two decades. I'm not the only one that felt that way, as only 108,000 people cured their insomnia. Over on ESPN, Hawks, Mavs, 1.2 million. Wolves, Nuggets, barely over a million. Last Tuesday night on TNT was a real ratings home run for the NBA. Sixers, Clippers, Raptors, Bucks. Neither game drew a million viewers. If you added the ratings for both of these games combined, you would almost match the number that fake WWE wrestling draws Monday nights on USA. This past Tuesday, two days ago, the NBA once again gave us what we have been begging them not to see. The King of Queefs, LeBron James. I cannot figure out why they keep featuring LeBron on national television every single week, sometimes twice a week. Perhaps the NBA thinks we are captivated by LeBron's receding hairline. I have news for Adam Silver. We're not. We're also not captivated by watching him and the Lakers lose games. The Lakers played the Clippers Tuesday night on TNT. Now, this was actually a rarity for the NBA because Kawhi Leonard, he actually showed up to play. He wasn't wearing his usual hoodie. He didn't have on his house slippers like he normally wears while sitting on the bench. Kawhi Leonard actually showed up and played 35 minutes. I'm sure they had the dude on a breathing machine after the game. Lakers-Clippers, a matchup no one wanted to see, drew 1.3 million viewers, down 28% from last season, the least-watched game featuring LeBron James all year. I keep saying 
that the NBA needs to move on from LeBron James, and they keep shoving him down our throat. In the span of three years, the NBA has lost 700,000 combined viewers across ABC, ESPN, and TNT. Adam Silver, he keeps talking about this mid-season tournament, thinking that's going to boost ratings. It's not. Matter of fact, Adam Silver is one of the biggest problems in the NBA. Ten or so years ago, the Spurs were traveling to Miami to play the Heat. Now, this was a rematch of the prior year's NBA Finals. If I remember correctly, this was either the second night of a back-to-back for San Antonio, or it was the first night of a back-to-back. Maybe they were playing a conference or a division rival the following night, which would be a game more important in terms of the standings. Or perhaps... Greg Popovich was on his cycle. The hormones rushing through his old, wrinkled body had him pissed off at David Stern. And he wanted to send David Stern a clear message. Fuck you. Whatever the reasoning, Greg Popovich sat all three of his star players for the nationally televised rematch against the Heat. Now, obviously, this had a huge impact on the ratings that night. You got to remember... This was back in the time when the NBA was drawing 2 million every night on TNT, 4 or 5 million on ABC. Needless to say, David Stern was pissed off. Now, had Adam Silver been commissioner at the time, he would have invited Greggy to his office for a nice passionate round of the bongo. Grab that battery-powered cucumber, Gregor. Let Alice show you who's boss. Unlike Adam Silver, David Stern was no pussy. He didn't tolerate the bullshit. He fined the Spurs a quarter of a million dollars and told Greg Popovich, you might be a big deal at Woke You, but I am a graduate of Fuck You. Don't test me. David Stern, he essentially eliminated load management. Now fast forward a couple years later, what does Adam Silver do? He goes around the precedent created by David Stern and creates an exception. Teams are not allowed to sit healthy players during nationally televised games. Now, they choose to sit players for regional broadcast. Adam Silver says, just call it rest. Don't call it load management. The mentality of both the NBA front office and NBA players the last 10 years, it is destroying the casual fan base in this league. Now, most people, they just want to blame the players. The players are soft. The players refuse to battle through injury. Don't get me wrong. The players shoulder some of the blame. But like I said in the beginning, this all starts in the front office. The NBA front office and the front office of each team. The other night, the Heat were at home. I can't remember who they were playing. There was a kid in the arena. It's his first NBA game. He had traveled a good distance just to see Jimmy Butler play. Guess who didn't play that night? Jimmy Butler. Guess why he didn't play? Rest. Now, the organization, to their credit, they ended up making it right for the kid. I think they offered him free tickets to a future game. But what about the other 15, 16, 17,000 people in the arena? Who's making it right for them? This league has created this perception that the regular season no longer matters. 20 out of 30 teams make the playoffs. What the hell's the point of the regular season? Teams like my Pelicans are overly cautious with minor injuries to star players because games in January don't matter. When all you have to do is have a better record than five other teams to make the playoffs, why would you rush Brandon Ingram back from his injury? 
Another major problem in the NBA, and this again is the fault of Adam Silver, is the officiating. Officiating in the NBA, by far, the worst in professional sports. Me and my girlfriend, we were watching my Pelicans last night. Late in the fourth quarter, the Pels trying to mount a comeback. Jose Alvarado, he grabs a rebound looking to go into transition. Referee John Goebel, he thought he saw a man dropping his pants and blew his whistle. Willie Green, who is the most mild-mannered coach in the league. This dude doesn't curse, rarely gets animated. Willie Green is as cool as a cucumber, no woke pun intended. Willie Green absolutely loses his shit. Two years in New Orleans, I have never seen Willie Green this angry. Now, I hope Bally Sports allows this to go through without flagging me with copyright because I want you to see how, number one, this wasn't a foul, but number two, I want you to see why John Goebel hits Jose Alvarado with a technical foul. Watch for yourself. And you be the judge. And he tees up Jose. Right, on just the bounce of the ball. Hopefully that went through, but just in case it didn't, there was light incidental contact on the rebound. No foul should have been called. Then John Goble hit Jose Alvarado with a technical foul because he bounced the fucking ball. That was it. John Goble gave Denver five, or Minnesota, gave Minnesota five free throws in the fourth quarter. Five free throws late in the game. And it's not like this is a one-time occurrence. The officiating in the NBA is absolutely god-awful, almost on a nightly basis. There's no consistency in calls from one quarter to another. Players are getting technical fouls for talking shit to each other. They're getting flagrant fouls for hard fouls in the lane. One second, you can debate a bad call with a referee. Two minutes later, technical foul. Adam Silver... Adam Silver has instructed these officials to take all emotion out of the game. I should not know John Goebel's name. What the hell is a John Goebel? I know his name because he constantly makes himself part of the game. And look, it's not just him. It's almost every official in today's NBA. I don't watch the NBA to see constant free throws. I hate watching James Harden. You want to know why? Because all he does is try to get to the free throw line. It's boring. One of the biggest things the NBA is missing right now is animosity between teams and players. Rivalries. The other night, Warriors were in Cleveland to play the Cavs. Now, this should have been a big game for the regular season. Warriors-Cavs. That was the last rivalry in the NBA. Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Klay Thompson all sit out. Why? Rest or minor nagging injuries. I have seen people in the media say that the NBA should get rid of back-to-back -back games or they should shorten the length of the regular season. No and no. You know what the NBA should do? They should stop coddling the players, stop catering to the players. Players in the 90s, they made a quarter of the money these guys are making today. Back then, I don't remember complaints of back-to-back -back games. We have more medical technology today than any other point in history, yet somehow, every season in the NBA, superstar players miss a large portion of the regular season due to injury. 
I think in most cases, the teams are holding them back. In some cases, it's the players themselves. It shows the mentality problem prevalent throughout the NBA. They constantly take advantage of their fan base. Then they wonder why people aren't watching. I'm a diehard fan of the NBA. I refuse to go to a game during the regular season. I'm not spending $600 on tickets to watch Kawhi Leonard be the league's highest paid cheerleader. Now, I'm not sure if you noticed either. I have not even mentioned one of the biggest turnoffs for casual fans in the NBA. The woke politics. Reason being, even if you took the politics out of the equation, the NBA would still be struggling to draw an audience. This league is in desperate need of new leadership. I wouldn't trust Adam Silver to lead a group of Girl Scouts, but give me your thoughts. Did I miss anything here? If you know of another problem in the NBA, let me know what it is. Or if you disagree with the problems I came up with, sound off in the comments below. Make sure to like and subscribe. Click the notification bell to receive all notifications from the channel. Best way to contact me is by email at btlkc84 at gmail.com. KC underscore BTL84 on Twitter. I'll see you guys tomorrow.